don't know if you've been listening to the show or not, but I've I haven't going through the fast saga. Okay. All right. I'm happy to hear <laughs> that you have not heard our show. That that really intrigues me. Another thing that I forgot to mention that really stuck out to me when I watched Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift last week. At the end, our hero of that, Lucas Black, he is like sitting in his car and someone's like, hey, man, I think Bow Wow. He's like, hey, there's this guy who wants to race you. And, and uh, Lucas Black is like, Nah, tell him I'm not racing tonight. He's like, yeah, but he knew Han. And he's like, he knows Han. He's like, yeah, this guy's been like racing all over Asia. And he's like, all right, I guess I'll race him. Boom, it's Dom Toretto. And it's like, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. We still haven't seen the saga of Dom Toretto drift racing all around Asia. I want to see that. It's the movie toast, the show here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah! Hey folks, welcome to episode 86 of Movie Toast News and Reviews this week. Uh, this is Movie Toaster Dennis. I am excited to offer up a few slices of golden brown toastiness for you guys. Uh, what, how about you, man? Uh, I'm excited that the uh, little uh, Billy the Doll didn't cancel us since I oh. didn't review the Jigsaw movie last week. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy we're back and rolling. That's true. That's very true, Adam. I that I'm I am also glad we did not get canceled uh, because of our missing missing a film. But I will say the the thumbnail does describe exactly the films that you did watch, and it does it does leave That's off true. the uh, the Jigsaw. So. I, and did you see that uh, our, our debut uh, song, Jumping at the Nips, is number 782 on the uh, Apple uh, music oh, charts? Oh, boy, sir. That that now is my cell phone ringtone. I hope they appreciate that at, <laughs> at work. That's going to be fun. Those of you folks who have not checked out last <laughs> week's episode, if you didn't stick around till the end, you honestly missed out. Please go back and check it out. So, yeah, we don't have any polls this week and we neglected to get news. There was some pretty juicy news stories out there, but guess what? We're Movie Toes News and Reviews and we're not giving any news this week. Fine, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about that. Did you hear me go fine? Fine. It was kind of musical, I, though. I just can't speak. Hey, it's a- yeah, I'm just trying to work on our our, our uh, sophomore uh, song, but I can't I don't have an in that either. next album is always the roughest. It's hard to it's hard to follow up when with your smash hit right out the gate, you know, so we'll get there, though. We'll yeah, get there. It's 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 rough stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Dennis, would you want to do a little bit of trivia? Oh, you know, time? I'm always good for trivia. I think uh, I think last we checked, it's like two and oh for the records here. I no, 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 no. It's it's two to one. You had last week. I had the oh, previous two that's weeks. right. It's two to one. There you go. There you go. Because I had Star Wars yes. in our first official yes. episode you of trivia. You fucking destroyed. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I don't want you to downgrade yourself a point. Oh, I mean, you know. Unless you were saying you have the two and I have the zero, then fuck <laughs> you. But, uh, I don't think that's no. what you're saying. You could have been. I don't know. Oh, I should I should have. But, uh, yeah, so let's see if you can tie it up. <laughs> I could I could try oh I could try, um, but uh, for you folks that uh, are not aware of our trivia segment, this is this is a bit we just started doing. We have four categories for each of us to choose from, and they are comedy, cartoon, action, adventure, drama, musical, or horror sci-fi. So, um, mm-hmm. right off the bat, I'll uh, how about you hit me with an action adventure, sir? Okay. 
I think you got this one. Who plays Captain John Miller in Saving Private Ryan? Plays Captain John Miller in Saving Private Ryan? That would be Tom Hanks. Yes. And I don't know, I think I talked about it on the show a couple of months ago in my office, we've realized that Tom Hanks has a fine lineage of characters, all who are captains. This man's played so many fucking captains. It's like, he should be an honorary captain. He should have a ship of his own. <laughs> the captain's captain. He is a captain's captain. He's the highest form of captain they can be. Uh, yeah, so you got one point. Um, I'm going to take comedy cartoon. Comedy cartoon. All right. Ooh, all right. This is this this could be interesting. It, I don't like that. I took. I am not familiar with this film. So, but you, you 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 know more than I do in this realm. All right, buddy. Here it is. In four weddings and a funeral, who dies? Charles, Tom, or Gareth? Four weddings and a funeral. Well, I mean, Tom, Charles, or Gareth. You know, I saw the American remake of it, but I assume this is the Frank Oz British version. And even if it was the American version, I have no clue. Uh, But I'm going to take a swing at the fences and probably miss... um, I'm going to go with, because there was someone on the health safety on my film called Gareth. I'm going to go with Gareth, even though it's probably someone else. No, that's it. That's the answer, man. You took it. The, it, the correct what? answer is Gareth. So a point, a oh point to you. Whew. Look at that. Shot in the dark. I got to check that movie out. It, it paid off. You don't, you don't even need to see the movie. You already know Gareth died. So yeah. movie, who needs to watch the movie? But who who was the four weddings? We I know the funeral, but I don't know where the other two getting married. Did Garrett get married and then it was to Tom? Funeral? I, don't, I know. don't know. I've never seen. It. <laughs> oh, there we go. Tying it all together. Tying the knot. Okay. All right. What what can I do? Hit me with a horror right sci-fi. All right. All right. Woo. All right. We got we got one here. Drew Barrymore played Gertie in E.T. How old was she when it was released in 1982? Five, six, or seven? Ooh, okay. Now, the 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 key verbiage there released. is when the film was released. I believe she mm-hmm. was six when they filmed it. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna okay. say seven. Okay. Uh, although it's probably yeah. You're oh! right. you're, I'm, gonna, oh, I'm gonna shut you up. You. You're right. All right. You got it. I'll take it. You got it. Thank. You. Which I want to tell you how how dumb this card is. You're welcome, by the way. <laughs> um, they have the the numbers five, six, or seven, but then the answer they spelled out the word seven. It's like what? what Unmistakable. That? It has to choose be. one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh, all right, so you switched it up that time. I'll take something I know nothing about, and it always bites me in the ass. I'm gonna go drama musical. Oh, all right. Okay, man. Um, now you you may. Even if you haven't seen the movie, you've probably recognized enough actors that you'll probably get this. So I, th- this will be interesting. Okay, that's off to a, som- a promising somber start. <laughs> All right, here's the drama musical question for you, Adam. Who played Shoeless Joe Jackson in Field of Dreams? Kevin Costner, Ray Liotta, or Robert Redford? Oosh. Oh, man, I know one of our previous hosts on the show really liked this movie and he, he almost sold it to me. Like, I didn't know it's about playing like baseball in a field with ghosts. Is that what yes, it's about? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, more or less. 
Wow. Or, or did you sell it to me? Someone sold it to me. I thought it was Tommy, but was it you? I, it's, I you know, know what, Tom? I, I, I feel like it was probably Tommy, but I've I've seen it before. It's okay. just been a long time. But I feel like you're right. I feel like there was an episode so, he, he did talk about it recently, you know, more hmm. recently. So Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yes, said, that is. Right? Is that yeah. the guy's name? Well, which actor played Joe uh, right. Shoeless Joe Jackson? Because normally I'm like, I know the cost is in it. So I know I don't think he's he's shoeless JJ. Um, who were the other two? Uh, Ray Liotta and Robert else? Redford. I mean, he was the older one out of the bunch. Uh, but would he go shoeless? I feel like fucking uh, Ray Liotta is the wild card in the group and he would totally be shoeless. But uh, I don't even know if those guys are in the movie. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Ray Liotta. Damn, man. There you go. You, you did it again. You got it right. There's, there is another another check for you. Man, look at that. And it's you're did, wow. like ruling out the wrong answers. See, that's the key. That's the key there. <laughs> that's the key there. Okay. Yeah, I'm happy I can do it. If you, if you didn't give me like three names to choose from, <laughs> I would have said Costner probably. And I would have been like uh, that guy who was. And then I get a mix up with like someone who is nothing like Kevin Costner. <laughs> I, I totally get you. So I, I, do that, I do that choice. myself. Um, I think I'm going to have to follow up with a uh, another horror sci-fi. That seems to be a good good lane for me to ride in. Mm. Oh, yeah. This one. You're going to get it. Ooh. Who plays the last man on Earth in I Am Legend? Sean Penn, Christopher Lee, or Will Smith? Oh, uh, Will Smith. I only tr- I tripped up for a yeah. second because like, wait a minute. Did Christopher Lee ever play like in a version? But no, I'm thinking of uh, shoot. What's his name in the original Last Man on Earth? Vincent Price. But yeah, uh, yeah Will Smith. No, yeah. Will Smith, obviously. Yeah. yeah, no, no, for sure. Like I because I'm like, I know there was many uh, version of that movie. So it's like maybe. But no, I think you're right. Yep. About I think Lee Marvin is in uh, another is in like. The Omega Man, or is that Charles Bronson? I have zero. An, yeah, if it's if it's not from the nineties and two thousands, <laughs> I sadly probably don't know it. I wish I had more knowledge on stuff. Um, what do you feel like? I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna, hit me with an action adventure. Action adventure. All right, man. Here's here it comes. Oh, Bring it. dude. Oh man, this ain't even fair. I Fuck I might you. as well hand you the point. All right. Oh boy, misleading me off the top, huh? No, no shuffling here, folks. Who both wrote and starred in From Dust Till Dawn? Hmm, Quentin Tarantino. You got it. Ooh, or was it George, George Clooney? Boy. I don't know. Georgie boy. <laughs> oh boy. Nice. Oh wow, that's that's a shock. I, I didn't know. You know, that's another movie I said I'm going to rewatch and. Uh, Hell, I'm gonna get to it. It's worth. It's one of those you got to do like an annual viewing. It is just, just the right amount of cheese. It's, so it's just good. great. I love it. <laughs> like, I love how it's like a kidnapping movie, and then it subverts that after like 40 minutes. It's like, what the? F- I, I never watched any of the sequels. Mm, oh, man, I haven't either. I gotta check those out too. Well, man, I think but, we're um, we got a so, we got a tiebreaker situation again. We do, we do. What do you want to? What do you want to shoot uh, at this time? How about you? Oh, man. Give me a oh, comedy boy. cartoon. Oh, boy. You got this, buddy boy. Uh, this this I wish I could have had when I had comedy <laughs> cartoon. But uh, you're going to take this point, buddy. Um, and it's funny because we talked about it last week as well. 
<clears throat> John Goodman and Billy <laughs> Crystal voice monsters in what Pixar oh, movie? Monsters Incorporated. Oh man. Oh boy, <laughs> that is great. Oh, I'll take oh, it. Oh boy, I just literally this morning watched the trailer for Monsters oh, nice. at Work. I'm, I'm still okay. intrigued. I, I can't wait for it. John Goodman, Billy Crystal back at the, the Scare Factory or the Laugh Factory. Laugh Factory down it. in Hollywood. But good, good right job. Up. Right there on Sunset. <laughs> yeah, I bet I bet they both were there. I bet <laughs> Billy Crystal was there once. I could John see John Goodman, I don't think so. But yeah. Um, I used to think that place was the shit, and then I realized, no, it is the shit. You got to go down to fucking the Weasel's mum's place. You got to go down to fucking what the hell is that place down the road? UCB. Yep, this is a good conversation. Yeah, I'm like what is it? <laughs> I mean, UCB is great. No, no. Um, the other infamous one. It's not the Laugh Factory. It's right down the road. The Comedy, comedy Store. Yeah, it's ran by. Yeah, like I, I used to think Comedy Store was shit and the Laugh Factory was awesome, but I realized very late in the game I was wrong to that. <laughs> and I just can't believe Polly Shore's like mother ran that till she died. Damn. It's crazy. Oh, that's nice, huh? I hear there's a documentary that they made about it. I gotta check that. Would that would be cool. Out. Anywho, anywho, whoo. Hit me with another comedy cartoon. Comedy cartoon. Please. Oh, I think this is right up your alley. Unfortunately, I don't think this tie is getting broken. With this question, um, in what movie Uh-oh. does Adam Sandler go back to school at age 27? Uh, I have multiple ooh, ooh, answers, you're, you're, but I think you already know. Uh, Jack and Jill. <laughs> Jack and Jill. Um, fuck. Uh, click. Final uh, answer. Lock in. Uncut gems. Um, Uncut gems. <laughs> That's ooh. when he went back to school. <laughs> Back to school. It's a tough one, Dennis. Rodney Dangerfield. Oh God, that that was my yeah yeah right. I did he did. I thought Robert Red uh, Robert Redford. I thought Robert Downey Jr. was there. Maybe it was Adam Sandler. Oh man, I guess uh, Billy Madison. Billy I, I I don't know about that. Motherfucking Madison, yes. you got it, sir. Oh. Of course, of Oof. course. Any oh, question about it, Adam Sandler? Question. Thank God, I call that guy. <laughs> oh, all right, man. Um, I guess we're wow. another 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 tiebreaker. Tiebreaker, yeah. Um, let's go horror sci-fi again. I'm I'm feeling lucky. Okay, I think you got this. I think you're gonna you're gonna sweep this. As of 2013, how many Terminator movies have there? Oh, been? as of 2013, that would make mm-hmm. four. Yes. All right. Yes. Staying alive, Um, folks. Adam, can you do uh, it? uh, 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 (laughs) I don't don't even think that's how the song goes, but um, fuck it. I'm gonna stick with comedy cartoon. And uh, should I throw caution in the wind and say Billy Chris? Oh my god! I don't know. We'll we'll see. Well, you can tape. You you, you can (laughs) tape. Never mind. I was going to try to do a little more BGs. I'm not even going to try it. Um, Comedy cartoon is coming at you, sir. And here it is. In the epic comedy from 1963, how many times does the word mad appear in the title? It's a blank world. It's a madman. How many times is the word mad? But let's see. God damn it. It's a mad, 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 mad. Mad World? Oh, God, how many Mad Mads are there? World. God damn it. Uh, fuck, Six Ed World. Um, <laughs> Oof, that's a good one. That's a good one. You can't, no, no cheating. I should. <laughs> I mean, I'm not cheating, dude. I'm running through my head. 
I can see the damn poster uh, at Columbia I, too. Like I can. You, you sir, you, you have, you've sunk this one. This is the Titanic. Uh, God damn it! I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say five, even though my 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 quote is four. But I'm gonna say five, and it's probably like seven or something. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say five. Oof! I'm lucky, man, because it was four. You got it. Oh, oh God. That's so funny. A part of me is like it should be four because four was your answer. But you know what? Let's go. We tied up the look at that trivia pursuit here. You got two. I got two. Congrats on that, man. I I, I like that. Uh-huh. I, I like even ground and even footing going into the next yeah. episode. All right. See, that teaches me not to be a piece of shit. Cause I'm like, I know comedy cartoons. And then he said 63. And I'm like, Boom. after I even said, I don't know. Uh Okay, for, for shits and giggles here, I mean, it's no points, but uh, I didn't do horror sci-fi, but if I did on that card, what, what would the question on that, be? Oh, on that card, here, I will, I'll throw it yeah. out there, which you would totally, you should know this one. Uh, what are the aliens in District 9 nicknamed? Uh, and we have multiple answers. Oh. God. Okay, thank God. Giraffes, prawns, <laughs> or bugs? I'm going to say, mm, I'm going to say prawns. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, no, that's okay. well, say Not bugs, that's Starship yeah. Troopers, sir. Uh, yeah, no, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. I'm like, did they have bugs as well? God, what a good movie. What a great movie. To think that could have been what uh, what what the Halo movie was supposed to be with Peter oh, Jackson. Oh, man. But hey, they really, they really bounced back from that. Cool. Well, teaches me for uh, not going with uh, something different. Well, hey, it's, you, never, you never know till it's there, so... <laughs> no, and it's fun when I don't just sweep house because I get cocky. Hey, it's 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 fun every week. I I, I just enjoy the ride, whether no, I, I whether like win it. or not. Yeah. It's <laughs> oh shit! And I hope you folks are enjoying it too. Screaming out your answers that you're in your car with your headphones on as you're walking down the street, looking like a lunatic in public. I hope you enjoyed that fun too. But I think we're we're ready yeah. for some. And if you oh excuse me. Yeah, no, I want to know if people actually like this segment because I love it, you love it, and I'm people are like, oh, that's the worst. I gotta fast forward through but, this uh, shit. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> let us know if you like it or you don't, uh, please, with the hashtag trivia yes, trivia no over at movie underscore toast on Instagram and Twitter, please. Let us know how you fail. Primarily Twitter, but Instagram came out, so you can do that too, I guess. But try to do Twitter, yeah. please. Yeah, please let us know. It's it is <laughs> try to do Twitter, please. It's a very musical episode. Uh, um, <laughs> no, I, uh, I yeah, I I've been having fun with it too, like you said. Uh, but let us know what's uh, if maybe you got another suggestion for something else. But uh, until then, we're gonna keep riding the wave. Fold some news yeah. back in here uh, shortly. Um, yeah, we're we're gonna just pretty much uh, keep doing it until someone tells us to stop, and uh, we're giving you the keys to the car here, people. While we may be giving you the keys to the car, the one thing you can't do is fuck with the stereo settings, and that in this case will be our movie reviews. That was unchanged. We will deliver that every episode. Yeah, if you consider it a car metaphor, <laughs> we're pretty much the uh, cassette tape that's stuck in there and it's just looped on the one side and you can't get flipped over, you can't get it out, and that's all that will play if you turn on the uh, radio. But man... Yeah, you're stuck with the radio. You're going to play the shit out of that Guns N' Roses side B. It's 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 mm-hmm. gonna it's going to be a fun ride. <laughs> that tape might break, but hopefully not for a while. Well, speaking of cassette tapes, um, I actually got something that comes from this era. 
You uh, probably would have watched it in VHS when it was first released in the U.S. And uh, I'm bringing to you the 1988 feature film Appleseed. This is an anime feature that is, it's a cop story that takes place in a dystopian future where after the events of World War III, uh, we've established, this company has established this uh, futuristic society. It's supposed to be the most ideal place on the planet to, to live. And they've set an example for the rest of the world as to how government should be run. Well, not everyone who lives in the city is necessarily happy with the order of things. And there's a group of terrorists who are starting to make their opinions very violently known. We're following two cops who are tasked with tracking down our, the terrorists in, uh, in this city. And our two main characters, uh, Dunin and uh, Kalon, are just two badass cops who came from... They weren't born in the city. They, were, they survived in the wasteland for a while before being... Uh, allowed to well rescued essentially and then allowed to work for the police force so these are two hardcore badasses that have been through some stuff and right off the bat at the beginning of the movie you see they're they're handling some shit taking down a room full of terrorists who've uh taken a bunch of hostages in a skyscraper um it's it you know to be honest without just giving a full breakdown of the whole movie it's pretty standard like procedural cop drama fair to be entirely honest uh with the exception of you know mechs and cyborgs and it being in the future it's kind of just a cop story like it I, I i was expecting there to be another a bigger hook another big turn that kind of just kind of never came I I, I I were i was very excited to watch this because this is a title i've heard plenty of times there's so much like artwork available for it there's a lot of fans there's been re many remakes and sequels and i'm like yeah you know it'd be cool to jump back to the beginning and let's see what the big deal is um this yeah. was uh i did view this over on amazon prime for those uh for those of you who are excited the fact that i am talking about this film and you're looking for a place to watch it that is where you can go catch it um but it, I got to be honest, it got a little it got a little dry for me after a while. I would like to see. Um, I'm curious if it's just the Amazon Prime version. But I got to say the video quality was like, wasn't that good. There were points where I was distracted. But did it feel like you're watching a VHS or was it like more pixel? No, it was like it was like a bad transfer. Every once in a while, some oh. of the animation, like some of the background animations, when you're doing like panning shots, the screen would kind of blink. And it or like the, sh hmm. the lines would change shape like you were watching it on a tube TV, even though I wasn't. Um, there would be oh. a few funky things like that, that I'm not sure if it's just the age of the film or the style that was used back then of the animation. But when it's not doing that weird stuff, the movie looks awesome. I love I love this kind of this retro anime art style. I I liked this era. Um this is right when we start kicking off with like Gundam Wing and Dragon Ball Z. So it's like when I see when I see this look and I love like the synth techno sound. The soundtrack mm -hmm. is awesome in this movie. Classic eighties eighties anime. Like yeah, their scores were yes. Oh, and I the sound effects. I I loved even just there's detail in the sound design. I really enjoyed of even like the cops and the mechs when they get shot up, you hear the guy over the walkie and there was so much it, like, it's very visceral. It's very intense. Every time they're kicking doors in and uh, shooting the bad guys, it's badass. It just kind of takes a while to get there. And I feel like we don't always earn every beat. I'm sure back then the punch was a little harder, but I feel like, 
by now I've these kinds of cop stories have been told so many times uh, stories with these kinds of mechs and stuff has been told so many times. I feel like I've seen it. I've seen it already a little bit. I wanted to, I gotta be honest. I wanted to like it a lot more just because of the pedigree that the title has. And it's like, I know it's a big deal, but, but it wasn't, it wasn't a bad saying. Yeah. You're saying you've seen this before. No. But oh, think oh, about oh, the, oh, sorry, oh, I go to I, I mean, but this, yeah, the kind of story, I mean, like yeah. you've seen the, the style. Yeah. But when you think about it, it's like this was probably well before all those animes that you've seen this before. in. so this is kind of like the godfather to that. A- absolutely. And, and totally. I, I totally want to acknowledge that, too. At, I'm sure then it did absolutely have a much bigger impact because you didn't see you haven't seen it that many times. But it's like uh, by comparison, something that's sticks with me a hell of a lot harder would be Akira, which was released in the same year. Mm. And it's like, that is an incredible example of just apex anime storytelling and the art. And that to me, I don't remember things sticking out in that weird, which is make me wonder if it's just this version on Amazon prime that looked weird. I, I would like to believe it probably looks better somewhere else or if you got it, if you had access to it on Blu-ray, another format where you can get a higher quality. I think that would have helped my experience a tiny, tiny bit, but I do not regret it in the least. I always loved, uh, I love mech stories. I like giant robots fighting giant robots. Shit. In this show or in this movie, you have human beings fighting giant robots and they don't even blink an eye. Our main character, she's, which by the way, she's just a badass. I, uh, uh, Dunan is a, was a really cool, just, character i i liked that she was just this badass boss lady who's a cop she parties hard she lives she does her job hard like every aspect of her life is intense and even when she can't get the the job done she almost quits her job just so she can go keep pursuing the bad guy she wants to pursue it's like i'll transfer departments i don't care i'll do what i need to do to see that to see the job through um and i liked that and then her her buddy is just kind of was always there as, as a good support. Uh, Callan is always had her back. Um, I, but I still had a good time. I know that I sounded a little negative there, but I still think it was a decent film watching it now, like cold the way I did. I might've been missing some of the elements, but again, I still had a good time. Uh, I would like to give apple seed. I'm going to give it two and a half slices of toast. Not a, not a bad film. I don't think this is necessarily a film you could turn anyone on to. You probably would want a little more interest in anime than anything else. Like if you're trying to get your friend who isn't into animated features. I don't know if this is going to be the one to to sell them on the, the format. But those of you who are a fan and haven't seen it, please add it to the queue. Go and check it out. It's It's a cool cop story. Yeah, like off mic, you're like, oh, I watch Appleseed. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the, the, the CG anime from like 2000 something. You're like, no. And I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't know that. Like, I thought of the early 2000s version. And uh, when you were talking, I checked out the uh, just some of the artwork from this. And it was beautiful. It made me like really want to watch some old anime. Hey, man, it's this is not a bad one. And it's quick. It's only an hour and 10 minutes. So it mm. it is it is one to kind of easily slide between a few other uh, viewings of other things. There's there's just there's very stylistic things that I enjoyed when watching this movie. There's things that kind of reminded me of like the humor in Sailor Moon and stuff. But this is very much Ooh. aimed for an adult audience. I mean, they're saying fuck and they're 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 people are getting murdered on camera and it, it's it's a very intense. This is a dark storyline. This is not 
not one for the kiddies, that's for sure. Well, yeah, man. And overall, it wasn't a bad wasn't a bad ride. I I probably did not have as strong a reaction as uh, many other uh, more hardcore anime fans than I am. But I still think there's a story in there to be enjoyed. It's a quick watch over again over on Amazon Plus, Amazon Plus, Amazon Prime, not to be confused with Amazon Plus. And again, that was two and a half slices for Appleseed. Now, my friend. I believe we're about to put uh, the pedal to the metal for our next review. I watched Fast and Furious. I'm going with you. I ain't coming back. This is where my jurisdiction ends. And this is where mine begins. What's to stop someone from telling them you're a cop? The same thing that's keeping me from telling them why you're really here. has changed you're right which came out in 2009 not to be uh misconstrued with the fast and furious which came out in 2001 um they just got rid of the uh so this picks up kind of uh, five years after the fast and furious movie uh so pretty much dom and his gang they're on the run we see them. They are in, I want to say, like Costa Rica at this point, and they're uh, hijacking gasoline off of the back of like a multiple like a truck that has multiple like big tanks of gasoline. Sure. On them. OK, yeah. And uh, then we find out Johnny Law is almost caught up to him. And Dom's like, I don't want any of my family getting caught up in this. And that's when he tells the guy, Han, he's like, I'm going to leave. <laughs> and Han's like, oh, you know, I want to see what they're doing over in Tokyo. And it's like, cool. But then he tells Letty and she's like, nah, Dom, don't leave. And then they have sex. And then uh, you see him like he, he wrote a note. He's leaving. He's watching her sleep and he leaves because he doesn't want her to get in trouble. I'm and leaving. may I say, when we're seeing Vin Diesel, he's wearing the the Vin diesel thing that he can <laughs> uh, honestly wear. He's wearing like white pants or white shorts. And then he's wearing like a white uh, like uh, button up shirt. That looks like he cut off the sleeves <laughs> and it's just like, what the hell is this guy wearing? Who decided to let this badass guy wear like a painter's uniform and then cut off the sleeves? Like it was so weird, but by God, it worked. So um, he goes, he goes, he runs away uh, and then it picks up a little later. Turns out Letty had died. Uh, she got in with a heroin group Ooh. and she was killed. And now, so Dom decided he's going to come back and find out who did this, and he's going to get revenge. But on the opposite side of the spectrum, we find out Brian, who we last saw in Too Fast and Furious, who was uh, going around uh, helping the FBI, him and Tyrese. He was uh, trying to bust up another drug uh, cartel, mm-hmm. but he he was on the run. He he His slate was going to be wiped clean. And it was wiped clean, and apparently they decided to let him back on the FBI. It's like, what? Of course. <laughs> you just let this criminal back in the FBI? All right. And now he has to has to find out if Dom's back. He's trying to find out who killed Letty. And then turns out both of these guys now have an opening to go audition to, to be uh, drug heroin runners from Mexico to America working for the guys that killed Letty. And of course, Dom and Dom's sister are both like, you, tr- you lied to us. You turned your back on us. You're not family. You're just a liar. And it's like, 
Now these two guys who are button heads have to be oh, best no. friends and, and find out who killed Letty. And Dennis, you know what offer he gives to Dom Toretto, the man who's on the run, the man who he <laughs> let run away from? He gives him the offer. If he helps do this, his name and his slate will I'll be wipe your clean. slate clean. <sighs> Only doing it for my family. And of course... <laughs> And and, and, uh, and we find out that Letty had been working with the FBI, with Brian. She was undercover oh, when oh, she was course. killed. And she was doing this. She was doing it so that Dom's name would be wiped clean. Oh, my God. So I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. She died doing this. Shouldn't his name just be wiped right now? Shouldn't his slate be clear? No, nah, apparently no. not. And uh, well, I got so this is kind of <laughs> like the the story we had in Too Fast, Too Furious. But with the fact that one of their family members are dead and they're seeking revenge and it's just so it's good. It's good. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm saying it like this. This is the first time these two guys have been back together in seven years and it's like nothing changed. Um, They're still doing wacky things. And uh, I honestly thought by the fourth movie, we had everyone that we met in the past coming together as like the Avengers. I thought we're having Ludacris. We're having Tyrese. We're having everyone from the old family. But no, no, we don't know where Tyrese or Luda is. It's just Brian by himself and fucking Dom by himself. Oh, man. So (laughs) I just like there's so much disdain in there. It's just Brian by himself. Like it's it's hard to sound as badass as Dom. It's Dom and Brian. But but uh, no, no. In my in in Brian's defense, Dom calls him O'Connor because his last name is true. Okay, that's true. O'Connor, are you ready for this? So I guess that's more. I, badass, these I, people. I like saying Brian. <laughs> but uh, so I'm gonna give Fast and Furious two and a half slices. Okay, of toast. okay. It was kind of a rehash, but it was kind of bringing us back in the world. Felt like a soft reset, a soft reboot, a continuation. Uh, but no ties to Tokyo Drift besides Han, the character who dies in the movie that came before. <laughs> Which is like uh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um. And uh, this one I rented uh, because I didn't have any other option. Um, but uh, do you mind if I if I talk about another movie? Possibly? Oh, please, please do. That's what we're about, folks. All right. So I watched a movie that came out at this point three weeks ago on Netflix, a movie that stars two Captain Americas, a Lois Lane and a Commissioner well, Gordon. I'm damn. talking about the Netflix uh, original film, The Woman in the Window. Her name is Jane Russell. She's become a friend. Like your earrings. Oh, thanks. A gift from an old boyfriend. Does your husband mind? You could feel my pain. Our family's complicated. You could see the things I am able to see. 911. My neighbor Jane, she's been stabbed. NYPD. Why is he here? Mr. Russell believes that you made a mistake. You have never met my wife. We spent the evening together. Uh, So this is about Amy Adams. She is separated from her husband who has custody of their child, but they talk on the phone and whatnot. Uh, And she's an agoraphobic person who doesn't leave her house. She lives in New York and new neighbors come uh, and move in across the street. And the son is kind of seems like he's he has a handicap or something and his dad might be kind of abusive. And then we meet his mother, um, uh, who 
then comes over and meets uh, Amy Adams, who is played by Julian Moore. And she's like, oh, well, you're the wife. You live across the street. And they have a great night together. They're getting drunk. First kind of human interaction with an adult she's had that's not her husband or her uh, the the tenant that lives in her basement, played by Wyatt Russell, oh. um, who is U.S. agent uh, or Captain America 2. <laughs> Uh, and like I said earlier, her husband's played by Anthony Mackie, our current day uh, Captain America. And uh, so they have this whole night, her and Julianne Moore. And then she uh, sees something across the street out of her window. She sees that the wife slash mother is murdered. And who did it? It's her abusive husband, played by Commissioner Gordon. I'm talking about none other than Gary Oldman. And she calls the cops and the cops come over with, uh, uh, I want to say James Gordon, (laughs) uh, with commissioner Gordon there and the son and the wife, but the wife is not Julian Moore. The wife's played by uh, Jennifer Jason Lee. And they're all like, you've never met my wife. You never met like, like it's like all a mind fuck. It's like, well, this lady we have seen, she is using pills. She is drinking a lot, but something just seems off. Like she's convinced that she met the wife and the wife was murdered. Mm-hmm. And oh, man, and the cop is a uh, that comes to talk to her is played by Brian Tyree uh, oh, Henry, awesome. guy who's like killing it right now. Who's also a Marvel superhero. He's going to be one of the Eternals, uh, and he's kind of he's kind of on her side. He he doesn't want to call her crazy, but there's another cop who's just a bitch she's rude she treats her like shit and it's just the whole time you're now wondering is she like right is she wrong and there's some twists and turns in there one that you'll see and you're like oh i i knew that was coming (laughs) you you didn't pull it over on me but then the final twist i'm like oh i didn't see that coming but then there was moments in this film that played out kind of like a stage play in a way and like it just it's okay. like a 10 minute scene where it's like it just is presented like a stage play. And it kind of makes sense because uh, the the writer of this is uh, this guy, Tracy Letts. He's an actor and a lot of things, but he, he has a background from doing plays. So it's like, I guess it makes sense. But by God, I thought this was going to be like a uh, soft reboot or a ripoff of Rear Window. I was going to ask. Yeah, and, that's my that was my yeah. immediate impression when I saw the trailer. It was like, oh, we remade Rear Window. OK, I'm not as interested, mm-hmm. but but it's not. No, no, no. And honestly, it's I really thought it was going to be a hard pill to swallow, but I loved every moment of it and did not regret it. So I'm going to give the woman in the window three slices of the toast. Like I said, you can see one twist coming. And like like I said, some of it seems like it might be a play and doesn't fully fit in the movie, but still good enough to give three, but not good enough to give four slices. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, folks, I, I'm excited. This next one, I think Adam and I are going to going to be tag teaming. It turns out we wa- we both watched uh, our final re- movie review entry for this episode, and that would be Army of the Dead, which was just posted to Ooh. Netflix this last week. There's two hundred million dollars in the vault beneath the strip with a 32 hour window to get it on. Find the safe. This should be a simple in and out. It's not too late to go back. What the? 
I, I was excited for this one, man. I am. Let's not. Yeah, it's like, let's not frame See, it at anything. I remember hearing about it happening. I don't and know. I'm like, cool. This could be fun. I had mixed thoughts. Like, I, I was excited, but then I saw the trailer and I'm like, eh, I don't know. Really? But I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Something about the trailer. I was like, I don't know. But I mean, it had a lot of hype. People were talking it up big time. See, so I'll, yeah. see, I, I, ignored, I tried to ignore a lot of the hype. I just tried to my initial reaction of like, OK, we've seen uh, the of the dead movies. We've seen lots of zombie stories. It's hard for me to think of like straight up heist. What if we got to pull off a heist in the middle of the? Yes. And I'm like, okay, you've got you've That's got true. me. I am that... very intrigued by, it. and then especially the location, just the iconic imagery of mm-hmm. the Las Vegas Strip, and now having that just shredded apart in zombie zombiness was like, yeah, all right. I like the yes. flavor. I like the stories. I, I like how you set this uh, heist movie in a zombie world. Intriguing. Intriguing. And it's not like um, it's it's not like most other zombie movies or zombie stories where we are so many years or so many days after the like cataclysmic event and like the world is all chaos and blah, blah, blah. No, actually, we're, we're years after that. It's all contained into uh, a specific location. It isn't, in fact, off just the initial like within the first few minutes, there's nothing even screaming that this is a part of any other universe. This is just this mm-hmm. movie right here in front of you. So trying to attach it to Dawn of the Dead, uh, the, Zach, the other Zack Snyder, James Gunn, Dawn of the Dead, I don't think you should that's, try that's to waste your time even to try to... I feel like you could, if you really, really wanted to, you could actually <laughs> try to figure, okay, this could be so many years after like the main outbreak and US finally started getting back on its feet. But maybe there's this other collapse, which we'll mention when we get to the end of Army of the Dead. That might have been the tipping point for like, then when we get down to the road of like Land of the Dead and all that shit, where the, the yeah. it's it's the inverse and humans are in there like bubbles and zombies. Have, but regardless, that's getting ahead of things. I'm speculating. This film in front of us, though, <laughs> actually had an interesting story, like. An interesting birth. It's it's gone through cast changes. It's that um, he had kind of a hard sell to Netflix at for like spending this much money on a zombie movie. I think was probably a tough sell until you know you get Zack Snyder attached and like, hey, I want to make <laughs> I want to make this. Um, I I don't know. It was it was an interesting interesting ride. The uh, the story pretty fun but straightforward setup. You've got the the military convoy bombing through the desert with a container coming out of Area 51 and two army dudes joking about, well, what do you think's in there? Well, dude, you know where we just came from, right? I know what that is. You know what that means. You're not going to make me say it, are you? I'll say it. Don't make me say it. I love that little. All right. And as they're doing that, all right, so as they're doing that, this this is the setup to how the zombies yeah. became. He's not paying attention to the road. The driver's like, oh, you're going to make me say that it's aliens. And, uh. On the other side of the road, there's a newlywed couple. And, you know, the, the wife's like, you got to make an honest lady out of me. And the guy's like, oh, I don't know how we're going to do that. And she's like, let me give you a roadhead. And then it's like, he's not paying attention because he's getting blown at the wheel. <laughs> and then the two collide. And it's not just like, oh, yeah, I ran that car over. It's like, boom, big explosion. Now the convoy is all fucked up. Ooh, this is when the shit hits the fan. Who would think that the zombie apocalypse would start because of a little <laughs> Right. Wow. <laughs> And alien. Talk. And it, what's funny is I loved that the, the scene very quickly sets the tone of what the movie is going to feel like. Mm-hmm. And boom, you get it. It's 
there's over the top uber violence with that with the explosion and it's practical like it looks awesome like i i yeah. gotta admit I, I even enjoyed i enjoyed even that moment alone um it's like oh okay we're 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 just getting into the shit now let's not waste any time with a whole bunch of deep backstory first because yeah we got to see the instigation of the event right um and i love mm-hmm. that they, they toss it right in our face and we hit the ground running with getting a whole lot of backstory in a quick montage in a i thought was a fun opening well, that sequence. was a great montage. that was it was funny and it, yeah. again you're getting a lot of information fed to you that is what was entertaining to to see i didn't need to have a bunch of dialogue telling me this and that and these they were a zombie kill squad and they did a great job of showing us all of that stuff without having to hold our hand it had a fun we had a funny music playing over it that was that was really cool. I I really really dug that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and one of the interesting things I think I told you uh, back in my review of uh, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Uh, I I told you that they had like some funny music playing and stuff. Uh-huh. I think uh, maybe, maybe I didn't, but uh, yeah, this this comedy guy uh, who did the music in that movie did the music for like this movie. He he composed all the music and stuff because he's like a lounge singer. And so they kind of oh, use that, um, uh, his inspiration for that as a uh, yes, Cheese. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Richard Cheese is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so right off the as we're seeing this great montage, I'm like, hey, is that fucking Richard Cheese? And I'm like, oh yeah, he did all the music in this movie. I'm like, holy shit. Oh, so and good. and oh man, and a lot of the talk here has been about Dave Bautista. I'm like, ah, yeah, he was good in My Spy. He's he's Drax. He's done good things, but this he really gets to play the full range. Like he's not just like the the fucking beefy guy does that he has like a backstory with his wife and daughter being killed kind of at his hand and an issue with his his wife getting killed what but didn't didn't like the young girl run out to her at the same time you're combining a couple you're combining a couple different stories so there was a former team member who we never actually got to meet her because when the sequence ends is that when the wall thing drops and her and her daughter that last segment of Fair that. Enough. So I, I totally okay, get that. I thought that was his no, wife. Yeah, that's bad. that's just another member of their like zombie kill squad that. Yeah. But nonetheless, they still give him a pretty solid backstory. And hell yeah, he, he's more he has more to do. He has more emotion, which I loved. And oh, God, this this movie. uh it... I'm going to be honest with you up front, Dennis. I, uh, I, 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 I did kind of a little road trip today and I got home and I'm like, I got to get this in before we record. And I fell asleep oh. after about an hour and they were, they were setting up the movie. They were, they were pulling all the, the members of the crew together in this hour. And I'm like, Oh, and then I kind of woke up here and there. I'm like, oh, this movie fucking sucks. And then right before we started recording, I tried catching up and I did see the end. So, you've seen much more of it than I did, but I thought the movie sucked when I started my nap. And then when I came back and started watching it before this, I'm like, Oh shit, this has some sweet, brutal kills. It has some comedy. I can't wait to get, yeah, I got it, but I can't honestly, I can't give it a slice rating, but I I can talk to you about stuff. I have seen. Oh no, that's, that's cool, man. You're just, you're being honest. You're being upfront. I, I will say that I will tell you that had a profound impact in your viewing because but my wife and I watched this one together and we loved every minute. I mean, I, I was impressed visually. The film looked mm. stunning. I loved the way, the style they chose to shoot it with. And I actually, well, interesting. Did you, sorry. 
you might actually have something to say that I was about to say. Sorry. I, I watched the uh, the making of that was attached to the movie um, afterwards. It's just a quick 20 minute thing with the it's primarily uh, Zack Snyder, but you get some of the other departments talking about uh, the different things they worked on. But he he not only directed and wrote didn't he write the film too? He's also the DP. Yeah, his story, his screenplay. Like yep. it, it is insane. And then to talk, um, him talking about his the pro- just his shooting process and his well his directing process because he's all right there up in the face of his cast all the time. He can make these very cool, intimate shots. These very dramatic, intense frame. I just I loved the uh, the close up of the brass casings falling out of the machine guns. Like just all of these really cool shots that he was able to grab. And it's like, he, he's putting the audience right up into the blood and guts of the movie. And I loved that feeling throughout the whole movie. That's kind of why he, uh, he shot it because he, a couple of weeks ago, he was on Justin Long's podcast talking about this. Like this is the first film that he's done digitally. And he thought that, he couldn't get a regular DP to do what he needed. Cause it just wouldn't make sense. He got like an old lens that like, normally you wouldn't use this whole lens that they shot this movie in to shoot a movie. Oh yeah. And he's like, I want to shoot it with this and I want to shoot it in these very distinct ways. So he's like, I had to pick up the camera and do it myself. And I'm like, fuck dude, yeah. that's that, that takes a lot. He of had balls. custom, he had custom built lenses because he bought, uh, there the housing was custom built because the lenses he bought were from the sixties from Japan or something. Yeah. And to make them fit on the camera he wanted to use, they had to custom build the lens housing. Like it's just, that was, that was cool alone. It's like, this guy knows exactly what he wanted and he went and got it. $90 million budget. Mm-hmm. I think you see every damn dollar on that screen. It looked killer. I, Oh man, I yeah, I'm I'm bummed you you didn't get to make it through this one in your first pass because I don't want that to affect a second viewing. But goddamn, this was a good time, and there was so like I really enjoyed the cast. I thought uh, everyone seemed to be in just the right place to me. I had no idea that there was like a little bit of cast turnover. Um, specifically, uh, apparently, Chris Delia used to have Tignataro's characters role mm-hmm. you know that that was his former role in the film before they they cut him out of the movie due to his his recent activity but i thought tignataro was fantastic well, already yeah, a hilarious her character was but she great. just she fucking carries the helicopter pilot like it was effortless i believed 110 percent. this is just who she mm-hmm. was so funny on screen and just carried it with an intensity. And I love nobody went went down like a bitch. Everybody had, like was some kind of intense badass. Even the people we didn't like, even the bad guys. Theo Rossi, I, I thought that was cool seeing him on screen again. Just being this piece of shit, like security guard dude for the survivor camp. Uh, Garrett Delahunt. He was really funny on screen. Oh, I love him. He was great. And yeah. it, I loved, I liked the turns his character took. Because let's be honest, you see right out, right from the get-go, he's not going to be a good mm-hmm, guy. Something's yeah. up. But he makes it an entertaining ride getting all the way down there. Um, and Anna Dela uh, Rigera, sorry if I mispronounced her name. She was an awesome support character. I liked her being mm-hmm. uh, Dave Batista's buddy. Like You could tell they have the history. And, and it just, I thought that played very well on screen. Um, and then I... I mean, there's I, I could keep rattling through this list. Matthias uh, Schweigoffer that played Dieter. So funny. Mm-hmm. I thought the safe cracker. Oh, yeah. Apparently he's like one of the biggest like, uh, is he German? I, I want to say I German. Think? I could be wrong. 
or Denmark, something like wherever German, he's from. Yeah. He's like a huge fucking star. Yeah. And I think this is going to definitely shoot him into the American. Uh, audience. Yes. I feel like he'll get a lot more coming from America. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. We're definitely gonna be seeing more of this guy. It was very entertaining in this film. I cannot wait to see, see more casting, bring him over. Um, Hiroyuki Sanada, we got to see him, his face again, just mm-hmm. recently graced our screen yep. with Mortal Kombat. Um, God, man. Yeah, no, it just, I really dug the cast. Again, it was shot fantastic. I I had such a good time. When when we were done watching the film, Val asked me, like, so how many slices are you going to give it? And at first I wanted to, I wanted to give a lower number, but I'm like, wait a minute. I can't even, I can't think of enough reasons as to why I think it should be that low. And here's what I here's my only negative comments towards towards the end. There were too many of those like pregnant reaction shots where I'm just like screaming. You know, they're giving the audience to do. And I'm sure Zack Snyder did this on purpose, but he's getting me to yell, fucking get on the helicopter. Stop standing there, you know, but they did it so many times in the end of the movie that it got that got a little annoying. I'm like, quit building up the the. uh, anticipation you're you're dropping a nuke i know what's gonna happen you know it's like you don't. i don't need any more you don't need to build up the tension anymore it's already there fucking let's play it out um so that that was literally my only negative for the whole movie otherwise it's fantastic if you if you like zombie movies i think it's a fucking great ride if you just like action just action heist films it's it's just as good for you i think um ah oh, man yeah awesome time i don't i don't care that it's another zombie movie uh zack snyder found a great way to frame it where it is fantastically entertaining this is just a good high octane shoot 'em up to me i i had a lot of fun yeah so once again how many slices are you going with i am gonna give it three and a half slices i it this was right. i just a kick-ass action movie i thought it was well written it for some of you though it might run a little long two and a half hours is a little investment but i think there's it's entertaining all the way through to me it's funny enough that you said uh you want to see more uh because there is a prequel film i'm not sure if they shot it yet but i I know they're they're doing it for sure uh called army of thieves which is going to be kind of like uh, i think it's more more in the vein of like a foreign version of like I don't know if it's with our safe cracker, but it's going to be in German and French, a little bit of English and kind of to go back with Appleseed. We're getting a five part anime prequel with our uh, main cast called army of dead lost Vegas. So uh, yeah, we got more coming from this world and uh, it should be Interesting. fun. Okay. That'd be cool. And I can see that easily being something where you could probably bring a lot of the cast back if they're only voicing their characters, you know, it's Dave Bautista mm-hmm. could just as easily appear in this animated version. If it's, that care, you know, if it's that character, then, you know, this, the zombie kill squad that we only see in the, uh, the montage at the beginning, like for all the, all, all the badass yeah. footage of, uh, Amari Hardwick carrying that fucking awesome, uh, cement saw. We only see him use it a couple mm-hmm. times. In fact, we see other people pick True. it up and wield it more, more often than he does. And I feel like the trailer tried to make it look like that's going to be his like go-to weapon. That was his main yeah. I was like, Oh, uh, Kind of like a Gears of War. Yeah, yeah. Weapon that he would use. Which, hey, that's coming down the pipe. We got uh, good, old, good old Marcus Phoenix being played by our our friend uh, Dave Batista. Eventually, I know, I know, he pitched it, but I, I, I don't know if it's. Oh, uh, we got to breathe it, breathe it into existence. Let's hope. 
I, I could see it's like he's got the frame. I could see him being oh yeah, uh, Marcus easily. Put that put that mm. fucking bandana on his head. Done. <laughs> um, but speaking of uh, anime style uh, spinoff, I think uh, you got a little uh, something something a little cherry on top of this. Uh, oh yes, session. sir. Uh, as you folks know, we like to button our show up with. Uh, a TV series review related to a film. And, you know, I've been deep into Star Wars, The Bad Batch. You ready for this? Hyperdrive's online! Mission's a mission. I get the hang of this civilian thing. They're just soldiers. So here's episode four. Um, I'm really excited to talk about this one a little bit. I didn't want to didn't want to tell you too much off the bat, but I did mention we get to min- meet a character from the Mandalorian. I mean, this is a far leap. If you think about the framing of the timeline, Bad Batch picks up right at the end of the Clone Wars. So this is the end of episode three before episode four is g- even close to starting. Because that's a good, what, 20 some years, 16 years, 18 Something like the the tell me it's like an even younger Grogu. Oh no, uh, yeah, yeah, it's like infant Grogu. Uh, No, actually, it is Fennec Shan, the uh, the um, bounty hunter that was assisting Boba Fett at the end of uh, the last season of Mandalorian. Yeah, I knew I'd seen her name thrown around in 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 the cast, but I wasn't sure uh, where she. Yeah, I was. I saw that too. I was wondering that myself when uh, the episode one posted. They showed the uh, cast for the rest of the season, or at least the first half of the season. And I was like, "Wait a minute, where's Fennec? I don't, I don't see her in here." I was curious as to how she was going to get worked in, and there it is. I mean, we are totally seeing the establishment of just this badass lady that we see later. Where then it's just kind of like, you know, anyone that just wins over Boba's approval like that, I'm like, okay, obviously they're going to be a badass. But in this episode, we get to see her do the shit that he must have been like, okay, yeah, you're <laughs> you're coming with me. Um, so Fennec Shane has been tasked with recovering Omega from the Bad Batch. They Little do they know, while they're stopped down for a supply run, um, Fennec kidnaps Omega and leads them on a chase through this densely populated uh, urban landscape. I mean, like highly populated city and it gets, it gets violent. Phoenix uh, got a hold of Omega and they're jumping from like uh speeder to speeder up in the sky. She's ripping drivers out of their speeders, throwing them into the, like throwing them hundreds of feet down into the ground. Uh, she's just one shotting uh, other That's cops intense. chasing after her. And like it, it was brutal. Um, and this it was pretty I much all Omega's here. like uh, keeping her own, trying to fight her off. She's or? you know, she, and she does her best. And the, again, you're kind of seeing these glimmers of she does seem to be a little bit more capable than you know, like a normal per- person should be. At one point, uh, while trying to get away, Fennec throws her into the back of like it's like a dump, like the equivalent of like a dump truck. And Omega knew to tuck and roll, like she. She handles the throw very well. There's just these little moments of just like, oh, shit, yeah. That, uh, I wouldn't know to just react this way. This is only like the second planet she's ever been to in her life. And she's already like adapting to her world fairly quickly. Uh, 
we we do we have to have this moment of separation where they where um she gets away from hunter and that gets a little predictable like you see it coming but you were the way they handle the the fight is awesome and that information now that they now know they're being tracked now they know that not only are they enemies of the state essentially but they have bounty hunters searching for them so it's whole whole new world for them uh as well as crosshair is uh kind of settling into his place of he's he's uh he he is this guy now he's got to be the killer he's the hardened killer he's gonna be the leader of this new imperial um you know he's gonna be a a general or something but you can tell it's he is missing the guys like there he he's a conflicted he said they character. tried converting him back they tried getting him back last week right? no they they talked they they discussed that we are going to try to get him back but they haven't seen him since the oh, escape okay. um he and he said one of the other guys is ship's malfunctioning uh, possibly well it's uh we, there's no development really with uh wrecker as far as his headaches i was i was thinking they were gonna play that up some more but that didn't really happen they are still determined in finishing the device they're going to use to neutralize the inhibitor chip, or at least whatever they need, whatever they can do to try to manipulate it, to try to prevent any further interaction. Um, and then as well as trying to get, uh, get crosshair back. But it was, it was mainly, this episode was mainly on these guys and the introduction of Fennec Shan. And it is not the last time we see her. I will, I bet all the credits on that. Um, we gotta, yeah. we gotta watch out for that one. But uh, it solid, solid stuff, man. It's now do we do we know why she's hunting her down? Is she uh, getting it so they can bring her back to uh, to our, our our old buddy who's uh, fucking up uh, the galaxy right now? Oh no, it's it is it is under the order of the Galactic Empire. It is um, the oh, guy man. they the guy that uh, Moff Tarkin just brought on to be like the next admiral of the Navy. I forget the, okay. uh, what was his name. Dang it! I'm I was sorry, I was folks. trying to look for Grand Marv Talkins. Oh, that's what I, meant. I mean, it can, essentially it comes down like, from is him. Is he yeah. the one? And uh, okay. the the Caminoans also want her back for their own accord. Like they want to keep the clone factory running. Well, she's kind of like a child for them, right? Yeah. When and or is she just more of a worker? Well, no. I think she is evidence of something big they were working on. There, there. She is the big project, and especially with a name like Omega. Okay. This, that should make her the mm. final clone, you know, like the final solution, as my guess. It's like, is she the the final instrument? Like there can be no better than this one, is, is what I'm guessing. But now I'm wondering if there's an alpha out there, like to off balance it, like that we might meet later on. There is, I want to say there was a character there, uh, there was another, like, be, because this is a, a thing that comes up in the Clone Wars series in those Camino uh, episodes. There are like clones that didn't come out right that are then like they work as support in on Camino itself. One of these guys, I feel I thought his name was Alpha, but that could be wrong. Uh, huh. I, I feel like they kind of touch on that at some point, but um, okay, that yeah, that's going back into Clone Wars, but so overall. <laughs> This 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 episode was uh, up to snuff with the oh, other yeah I, we're 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 rushing along and it's like this was another episode to me I feel like it went by so fast it was just like the last uh it it once you get moving it kept at a great pace and the next thing I know credits roll and I'm already hungry for more I can't wait for episode five <laughs> nice nice 
maybe I'll catch up someday with you because it, it is intriguing or I'll just live vicariously through your reviews. Uh, haven't figured that one out yet. Ah, it, it, you you got to take the time. You know, it'll uh, it, it, there's a lot of things yeah. uh, every week. So, you know, as you can fit it in. Fair enough. That's uh, Fair enough. it's it's fun, though. It's fun. But I don't I don't want to just be like, I'm catching up here. I'm, I'm going to actually watch from the last episode I left off on and I want to. Be like, hey, man, I caught up to episode oh, yeah. eight with you. And you know what? I think that'll be even more fun because then you get to actually stack them up a little bit and you'll actually have a little more meat yeah. meat on those bones as you bite down into that bad batch. Well, Dennis, I think that's going to take us to the end of the show here. But, whew, man, there's there's something big that we've really been building up to every week. Like, sure, we're talking about Fast and Furious and fucking TV shows, but... What's the big thing we're aiming for at the end of the year here? My man? friend, that is Movie Toast the Festival. That is coming in December. We've what? got uh, a decent pile of submissions, but we still want yours. Oh, hell yeah. Bring your short mm-hmm. films over here. Get them eyeballs on it. Please head over to filmfreeway.com and search for Movie Toast the Festival. Yeah, and folks, uh, those of you who aren't filmmakers, uh, head on over to our other social media accounts. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at movie underscore toast. YouTube and Facebook are movie toast news and reviews. And I got to say, you should definitely go check out YouTube. We got some great videos over there. A good stack of toasty talks. We um, Adam's got a whole bunch of extra uh, movie crumbs that are totally worth checking out. Uh, A lot more stuff Mm -hmm. than just the podcast. Please go check out the YouTube. And and I'm sure you'll have a good time. Let us know what you thought of our reviews this episode. Hit us up in all of the said places, whatever's easiest and most within reach for you. Uh, in fact, we still we have a, a Reddit page and a Discord server. Go check them out. Leave us leave us a comment. Yeah. Leave us a review over on Apple Podcast if you so Ooh, choose. That'd be so helpful. We want to know what you like, what you don't like. We want to know what you think. We want the show to be as good as it can possibly be. And that can't be done without your help of telling us honestly how you feel about us. We know you hear it all the time from podcast people being like, give us a review. But it's like, really, it's the only way to get in the psyche to know what works and what doesn't work. And it's weird living in a bubble, not fully knowing. But we, we're having fun doing this. So we want to know if you're having fun listening. Yes, please do. And... We will ask you to do one one more thing that no other show can ask hmm. you. Please. What's that, Dennis? Stay toasty. We want this show to be as good as it can possibly be. Possible. It would be nice if I could speak English, I guess. Possible. 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 Possible, 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 possible,